Happy Tuesday, Susie. Happy Tuesday, Mark. Happy to be here. It's 10 Minute Tuesday. Yeah. So what's uh, first up on our list? Let's chat about payment options at checkout. It's good to have options. It is good to have options. What are our options we have available to retailers on Smart Retailing websites? Well, we want you to have uh, a real gateway. So the first important option is WePay. That allows the most natural and familiar checkout experience. So Mm -hmm. all the credit cards, just like you'd expect. You stay in the shopping cart. It's a very integrated experience. So I think that's the first and most important one. Have Mm -hmm. WePay in place. It's good to have PayPal in place for a variety of reasons. Uh, PayPal has financing for U.S. retailers, so you can enable that within your PayPal account, whatever those options are in your PayPal account, your business account. That will be reflected at checkout. And we put some messaging in for items that meet the financing criteria, so they'll see you know, payments as low as kind of thing from, from PayPal in the, on the product detail pages. And I think it's fairly well known that Hobbyists of all kinds, and I think cyclists are included, tend to accumulate a few bucks in their PayPal account from swapping things back and forth. And so if you if they want to buy something from you with their PayPal balance, we want to let them do that. Yeah, so we are going to be reaching out to retailers who only have PayPal enabled. Um, it is a great option, just like Mark said. I feel like it's, one, it's something that's been around for a long time. So mm-hmm. many of us are used to it. I am someone who stashes some money in my PayPal account. That's how I get paid uh, as a coach. So it's nice to have that money around and easy to use it on whatever shopping websites. Um, But it's not the standard, I think what you say, natural um, checkout experience. It is going to take you away from the retailer shopping cart. Yeah, it takes you into PayPal, you complete everything, and then it puts you back. And, Mm -hmm. And I think it's, well... To you and I, it's it's PayPal's an old payment method, and we know how it works. Not everybody's that way. Mm-hmm. And if they see that as the only option, and they think, well, I don't have a PayPal account, or I don't want to use PayPal, they don't realize they could use just a credit card. Yep. But uh, that is the case, but it does throw some folks off. So excellent and recommended additional payment option, not necessarily the best thing to have all by itself. Absolutely. Yep. So, so- options... Give your, yeah, give your customers options. And just like, you know, PayPal is another easy financing option. We also have Klarna. Klarna is very popular all across mm-hmm. the uh, e-commerce realm and the interwebs. Yes. Uh, very easy to set up, too. And when you set that up, again, it, it also has an option for some on-screen uh, payment, um, whatever, you know, for payments of whatever your PayPal, your uh, Klarna account set up. And that's great. But there's also some nicely done uh, landing page content that Klarna provides. So once you set that up, you, it's pretty easy to configure that stuff as well. Yep. Another one that's really familiar with consumers these days, since it is just about everywhere. Major retailers are using it, so that's nice. Yep. Those are the the options that we focus on. Yep. Um, if for some reason those that don't necessarily fit or you got questions about that, client success is always there to help walk through that stuff and talk about setup and and what else we might do to help you get paid. Speaking of getting paid, we are deep in spring sale season. Yes. And we have a lot of national sales going on right now. (laughs) And we have landing pages on retailers' websites that we created with the brand. What about how can you edit those or maybe like kind of curate your those catalog sections? Yeah, for a lot of those, you're going to opt in either the brand or we're going to send out some information. Here's product launch and here's great content. Opt in if you want the content. And our team... 
uh, goes in and sets that up on your website. One of the things we do, and this is, I think, the best tip, is we always check those catalog sections. Uh, there's not a lot that can go wrong with those, but based on how each merchant's catalog is set up and what they have available in the store, sometimes those catalog settings need a little tweak. So it's definitely one of those things you don't want to leave the chance. And that goes for those pages. Maybe maybe you didn't opt in, but later you're going to install that national campaign partner page kind of uh, content, but also just our library content. We can't foresee all the different variables when we create those those library landing pages. And so if there's a catalog block, which most of those pages have, just take a minute as you're installing the page, preview it, make sure that the products that should be displaying in those are. So for instance, maybe we've got a section about uh, lighting and for whatever reason, you just don't carry a lot of lights and nothing shows up in there. Or maybe you've altered your catalog structure years ago. And so what we're pointing that catalog section at uh, in the first place, isn't really relevant or technically correct for your site. So there's a nothing found error. Just check those sections. It just We want the user experience to be good. Speaking of catalog and maybe some brands and suppliers, we have a few updates for you. Um, Saris's map protection is now active. Mm-hmm. Exciting. And then this was a service we had in the past. We just confirmed that they are moving forward to continue with us. Is the QBP... By local now brands. So those include 45 North, All City, Salsa, Surly, Terravale, and Whiskey. So if for those that need a refresher, By Local Now is our technology that lets brands from their brand website direct shoppers to local retailers that stock those products. So it's really cool. It doesn't cost the merchant anything. You just have to, you know, have a smart detailing website and or a free by local now account so if you happen to be hearing this and you think boy it sounds great but i don't have a smart detailing website maybe you should but if you don't uh, you can have a free by local now account so you can benefit from uh, those by local now services there's a bunch of brands i don't remember how many i don't know if you remember but there's dozens of sites that use that technology to try and take traffic from their own brand site and direct it to a, a local retailer that can execute that sale right then locally we, we do have a list, um, or please reach out to our client success team, and they can help you find that list. Yeah, and if your favorite brand's not on it, um, they should be. Mm-hmm. So let them know to reach out, and we'll help them get involved with that, and map protection and all sorts of other things. Yeah. Mark, you added some really important catalog health kind of you, bullets here. Yeah, every week we reach out to the client success team and the, and the marketing agency team. Those are the two teams that have more interaction with our merchants than any. And we just look for common threads. And, and one of those is around catalog health. We know that search engine optimization relies largely on your consumers finding interesting things they care about. And what we don't want them to have is a poor experience in the catalog. So items that you, maybe you've manually imported those items because you want them to show up, but you don't stock them. Those aren't connected to your point of sale system. and They're not connected really, uh, at least not persistently to the supplier data. And so at some point, the supplier's going to run out of those, a new model year's going to come, you don't have them, and that old item just sits in your catalog, and a consumer finds it, and they can't tell if you have it in stock or if a supplier's got it or what the price is. It's just a very poor experience. So um, if you're manually importing items, question why you're doing that. If it's because you don't stock it, but you want people to see it, and 
it's not a part of our supplier sync system, okay, fair enough. But if it is part of supplier sync, let let that system handle it. So, for instance, if you're a Trek dealer, don't import uh, Trek products manually. Let supplier sync handle that. And that way, when the model year is over, when there's no more stock on that item, it automatically disappears and doesn't create these frustrating shopping experiences for your customers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a big one. I mean, that could impact pricing. Yeah. All that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of times when you're manually importing those things, you're also setting custom prices within Supplier Sync. And those are some of the stickiest, hard-to-find later prices you'll ever set. So we get a lot of those questions like, why is this thing showing up for $32? It's supposed to be $50. Well, because three years ago, somebody in your store manually imported it and set that price because it was a one-time sale. And it's very persistent. So catalog health is important. We've got another good kind of... uh product level update for you what you got yeah it's it's a, it's a funny question it's not necessarily uh you know it's not really a functionality question but a lot of times somebody will look at the number of uh, items that have been mapped to their point of sale system and displaying in their catalog and the website under your items and say well that's only 1500 SKUs. i've got thousands of SKUs. Hmm. not really because a SKU in a pos system is a specific variation, a size, color, whatever combination. A product on your website, as we define that, that product might be made up of three or four or six or eight or 12 SKUs. You know, a bike that comes in two colors and six sizes, that's 12 SKUs. So just remember, there's a difference between, because point-of-sale systems and websites are just different beasts to to some extent. So what a point-of-sale system calls a SKU it might take six or seven or eight or 10 of those SKUs to make one product on your website. So sometimes that just throws people for a loop. Um, and we end up reminding them of that. Like, I only see six bikes in this category. It's like, okay, and I've got 32. Like, right, but it's only six models, just in different <laughs> variations. Just remember that's a little bit of a difference and don't panic on those. Or some, yeah, or some you think about like, you know, Pivots or Santa Cruz and you're selecting... You're selecting the frame, you're selecting a drivetrain and wheels. It yes, gets we, complicated. We don't do that math on the fly. No. <laughs> that feels like something exponential. Yeah. Expo- another math thing. Exponential. Words. It's my gift to you. <laughs> okay. It's good stuff this Tuesday. Anything else, Susie? Yeah. No, that was, a, that was an action-packed 10-minute Tuesday. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess we'll see you uh, next Tuesday. See you then. <laughs>